Hey, what's up? Thanks for joining us. This is episode 130 of the Jock and Nerd podcast. We geek out over some comic book news, review the season four premiere of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC, and read some listener feedback in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, September 22nd, 2016. It's the Jock and Nerd podcast with your hosts, Anthony and Imran. Oh yeah, that music just makes me happy. Hi everybody, thanks for joining us. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And this is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Uh, also joining us is our token puppet, everyone's favorite felty American, Rugberto Bambino, but you know him as Rugboy. What's up, Rugs? Good Earth to you. What's up, dudes? How's it going? And good earth to you. You know, the further and further we get away from doing the blab shows and that gets out of people's memory the weirder it is going to be when people listen to this show for the first time and they hear that you're introducing a puppet that no one can see. Yeah, really. It doesn't really matter what form he is, does it? No. Uh, he's just an ethereal, funny he's voice. He's just rug boy at this but point. But if you find me on Twitter, you'll see my puppet pictures. There you go. That's so true. So there is a relevance. There is. So, okay. look, it's, it's, it's hanging by a thread. Yeah. You listener, if you are confused, all you got to do is jump on the Twitters and check out at really rug boy. See, it was a, it was a lead up to this plug. That's very, what I was intending. Very nicely Tiny done. Nerd. And uh, then you will see that he is a felty. He is, you know, after the uh, felty accords the government passed, every podcast has to have a puppet or you get fined every episode. So he's filling uh, that slot. Thank you. Affirmative action. Oh, shit. You keep that dollar, Imran. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're a new listener, check him out. And this is what we're going to do in this episode. This is our Jock and Nerd Weekly, where it's kind of a geek digest. Uh, we're going to discuss some comic book, TV, and movie-related news that broke in the last week or two, since we didn't do this last week. And then we are going to talk about the season four premiere of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, because uh, our shows are starting again. It's October. There's stuff to watch. Uh, everything's going to pick up. The news cycle's going to pick up. We didn't do a news show last week, but yeah, it's the summer. It's the end of the summer. It's a little slow. I got to correct you, Imran. It's not October yet, you asshole. It's September. It's early. That You know what? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started early. Like all the yeah. other shows are like starting in October. It's and okay. It's a mistake. Ag yeah. I just have to call you out or else the show That's has fine. no credibility whatsoever. That's... <laughs> Lame. <laughs> before look, before we get to the news, though, I just want to mention that uh, back in episode one sixteen, we talked to our but my buddy from Pratt, uh, Chris Barrett, who is the game director for the latest Destiny expansion pack, Rise of Iron, that just came out two days ago. Uh, that's by far <laughs> one of our most popular episodes. If listener, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Jockinner.com slash 116. And I wanted to know, Rugs, have you checked out Rise of Iron yet? I was playing it on the first day it was available. Oh, snap. Very That is, you, you are on top of it. Give us your uh, initial reactions. What did you think so far? Well, the cinematics are like stepped up really nicely. The the graphics of like all of these characters that you get to watch this little movie and uh, it really sets the tone. Uh, the new social space is really cool. There's a couple of new characters. There's one named Shiro, and he's kind of like a robot, and he's like cool ninja-looking dude. And uh, you kind of see these new enemies that are kind of colorful, like glowy. You know, they're new. They're yeah. they're they're a new alien. They 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 come fast. They come hard. 
That sounds disgusting. Um, <laughs> but they come at you and they, they're pretty relentless. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new um, weapons yeah. to fuck around with. Yeah. And uh, it's great. Like, it's exciting. It just, the menus have changed. Like, the UI is different. And it's just really like, it's almost like a new game. But wow. it's just like, imagine you could do that to your girlfriend. Just upgrade <laughs> it every few six months. Oh, you know? you just like, put a little like, expansion pack in there and it evolves. Yeah. Like, instead, of, instead of what actually happens, which is she just downgrades over time. <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that because like on the Shield episode, they kind of have a thing like that now. Uh, and uh, we, we just need that in real life, the LMDs. So, Rugs, do you think for the Destiny fan, this is going to bring a lot of people back? What's the buzz on this? Is it reinvigorated kind of the fan base and the, Honestly, the frenzy? I have not tried to look into the the buzz. Yeah. Uh, I just know that everybody that I know that plays Destiny is like shitting their pants and they're like, they're like, hey, this is pretty cool. Like nobody's disappointed at, at, like loudly yet. Wow. Um, Solid but, hit for them. Very good. But I have to say, Ooh. I haven't really had my ear to like the haters yet. Like I just been talking to my buddies who play and uh, they're pretty psyched. That's awesome. Uh, well, Destiny fans, I hope you're enjoying that. And uh, check out our episode with Christopher Barrett, 116. Uh, there's a lot of good behind-the-scenes stuff about Rise of Iron in that one. Yeah, I plan on like really testing it out this weekend, hopefully. All righty, then. That's good. Let's carry on and get to the news, everybody. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. All right, we're going to start with a little bit of Batman uh, news. Zack Snyder has been busy uh, posting little set photos uh, from the set of Justice League in London. I think they're like wrapping up production in London and, and probably going to move to another location. But last week he tweeted this image with a tweet said, home stretch, last day filming Batman in the new tactical bat suit. And he tweets this image of Batman in this crazy armored Bat suit. It's kind of a dark image. And for you guys in the show notes, I'll put it in our show notes too. I kind of took the image into Photoshop and opened it up a little so you oh, could you see did it. it. I did that in our show notes. So that image you're looking I at, see that, yeah. I went and I opened up. It was fucking dark. I was like, I want to get a good look at this. I've seen Ow. some other people do that too. That's why I'm surprised you did this as well. This is I very good. Yeah, I probably could have found it, but basically it's him. He's pulling a lever. There's smoke and there's sparks. You see the Batmobile behind him to the right. Uh, Anthony, what do you think about this tactical suit design? I mean, you have pictures in the show notes. Yeah. Of what I think of it. Um, yeah, it looks very owl man esque. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I like the armor look. It, it does kind of remind me of, uh, like Batman, Batman forever in terms of like that glossy armor, Oh, but a little more tactical in between, you know, you can see the, the kind of the, the mesh in between the armor. So, that's cool. I think the armor overall looks cool. The glasses or the the helmet or whatever his mask is 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 very owl man esque and a little weird. He's wearing. I mean, he's got goggles on and they're dark and the ears are kind of uh, pointy and pulled back. Now the other image I'll put in the show notes is yes, this popped up on the internet side by side comparison of him in this suit next to. Uh, it's Night Owl from Night The Watchmen, Owl. but there's also Owl Man, who Owl is Man. Crime Syndicate Earth Two Batman doppelganger. Who, but both of these characters are based on Batman and and Zack Snyder's uh, movie Watchmen. He might have just had those goggles lying around. He's like, hey, I'm just gonna use this again. You did, uh, did that on purpose, though, to like make a little like a uh, little homage to himself. Yeah, 
<laughs> the only dick who was like paying homage. I'm paying homage to when I, I was self. better. Yes. Yeah. What the my fuck masterpiece. Who <laughs> does that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, 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 he, he's. I mean, I, I can't see him not posting this image and going, eh, that kind of looks like what I did it before. Yeah, I mean, he's got to know. I I wish the bat was more uh, enhanced or more uh, focused on the on his chest. It's kind of hard. See, Ruggs, what do you think about this suit overall? I mean, without the goggles, I like it. The goggles apparently are there because he needs it to pilot to uh, for to pilot a ship. The goggles kind of make sense. It's also a nod to, I, I found this other article, and uh, there was an Elseworlds tale, uh, Earth-10, in Earth-10, Batman and the rest of the Justice League work for a Nazi regime. So in an alternate Earth, there's a Nazi Batman who has very similar goggles and look nah. to this one. So I wonder if uh, he they just Googled, like, best alternate Batman looks and I, then just copped it. I would have preferred Christian Bale wear these goggles in the Dark Knight so he could, like, you know, it, it would obscure Maggie Gyllenhaal a little bit. <laughs> that was hey. a long stretch to make a joke against Maggie Gyllenhaal. Speaking of the Dark Knight, I did like when they when he, he did the like the white goggle thing, the white when like, his eyes lit up, they were yeah, glowing. They went, yeah, when he was, I don't know what he was looking at a computer screen, but that was a nice homage to him having white eyes in all the comics and TV shows. Yeah, I, mean, I like it, that. It's a little, it's a little Ray Band. Maggie Gyllenhaal was better than what's her name though, Ruggs. Kate Dawson. Yeah, Kate Dawson. Kate, uh, what the hell's her name? Kate Hudson. No. Yes. Katie, Katie Holmes. Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, G- all, you know, white white people names. Yeah, yeah, all the same. But Gyllenhaal, definitely better than Katie Holmes. Better so, actress, know. yes. Better actress. Not not good looking. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, come on. That's what the beer goggles. Boy. Oh, you got, you got. <laughs> I don't even know if I would have done Maggie Gyllenhaal after being wasted. Like, I don't think I would look at her and be like, ah, that's, that's what I'm taking. She's quite talented though. It's a turn on. Great actress. She's She's a great actress. Uh, so yeah, we get a little tactical suit. The other thing he tweeted out to celebrate on Batman day, which was, uh, last Saturday, September 17th. You guys, did you guys celebrate Batman day at all? What'd you do? I did. What'd you do? Rugs? I went to a comic book store and I saw people, little kids, uh, you know, in there getting free crap. And then I bought some Batman comics. I actually bought Batman comics on Batman. On Day, Batman they were giving Day. away free Batman comics. Well, good for you then. Good to, yeah. good for you supporting your local. Yeah. They had like celebrate. I didn't do anything. I was, I was I at a missed, wedding. He was at a wedding. I missed it. They had celebrations all over the country. Happy Batman day. Well, I think if you're, if you want to celebrate Batman day, you should find someone dressed as Batgirl and have sex with her. There, that every yeah, day is like, Batman day. Just that way. crazy role play cosplay sucks. That'd be <laughs> that awesome. That is all that. Sound. Then, then, you, then you get like a younger boy and throw in Robin. You think uh, cosplayers like Batman and Batgirl are like the line is, hey, you want to recreate the killing joke with me? Come on. my back now. <laughs> oh, shit. I think you could bag a, a hot cosplay girl that way. Uh, anyways, then afterwards, though, you would never talk to her and you would treat her like shit. Yeah, no, and, then you, and, and, then she, and then you fire her or something and she quits. Yeah. yeah. You immediately throw her out of the car. Because that's realistic, people. That's why you write things that way as well. That's Rello. a true fuckboy. Looking at you. Another fuckboy drop. Yay. Oh, shit. That's for the millennials. Talking nerd. So on this Batman day, Zack Snyder gives us another little peek, another little fun image. He uh, it, he tweets out a uh, black and white photo of the bat signal. And uh, J.K. Simmons as Gordon standing on the roof on the set 
uh, with the awesome reflection of it. Uh, it's a pretty cool image. Uh, I like it. It's a fat bat. What do you guys think of this? Uh, this first look at uh, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon in Justice League. see him. Yeah, it's, he's, he's very small in the frame. He's not the focus, obviously. But he looks like a guy in a trench coat with a hat, you know. Looks like I mean, Gordon. it looks like it's very uh, like well composed image. You know, it's obviously, um, it's not, it's a it's a picture. You know, it's not a live image from the movie. Um, it kind of looks like uh, like an homage to Year One sort of thing, sort of deal, a especially bit. with the black one, black yeah. black and white. Yeah, but it also kind of looks like it was something taken from the set of Gotham. Oh boy, because it, it doesn't look like you know they've gone with this like a real world sort of feel for the, these movies. And this seems like it comes like right out of like 1920 with like his hat. He's wearing like a top hat and like a trench coat. And I don't know. Just, and then there's like the, the smokiness. So it's like from that steampunk kind of steam pipe industrial era. I don't know. It's yeah. It I doesn't mean, seem I, like it's from 2016. It seems like it's from, they were going. No, for you got to make Gotham like a retro timeless. timeless yeah. Timeless like, thing. And uh, it's definitely on a set. And you see how he uses a lot of green screen. But uh, sometimes it works well. You don't I mean, really it's like, know. It's, it's a very, it's, you know, it's, it's an image you can hang up and posterize or put in a frame or something. I love like the that. reflection. Like, it's all wet. And I guess this is the part of the movie that, from those set visits, where they talked about uh, Batman and the Justice League and Cyborg shows up and Wonder Woman's there. And they all disappear on Flash. And there's a funny line. This must be that scene. This got me thinking about the bat signal, though. If this is your gritty DCEU real life, how really effective is the bat sim- signal anymore as a form of instant communication? Like, wouldn't it just be quicker to, like, text fucking Batman to show I up? I think it's more like a symbolic thing yeah. that, like, lets in the sky to let people know that Batman's there. Well, definitely if you're a criminal and you see that, you're going to start freaking the fuck no, out. Batman's into symbolism. He's into, like, the symbology of, of his character and the fear factor and all of that mystery and shit. So... I think the bat signal adds to it. You know, it's something, it's something that is kind of, uh, I don't know. It's reminiscent of, of, of old days. And he would be like that. He would be that mysterious dude. That would still use that old shit. But look, see, uh, but if somebody wanted to get the jump on him and they saw that, they would know exactly where he's going to be for a nice little ambush. No, I would, I would, I would also go with it's, you know, it's a symbol. It's, it's to scare criminals. It's also, in addition to scaring criminals, it's it serves that way because Batman is only human, so he cannot he can't really be everywhere at once. But if you throw that signal up and Batman's a known commodity, maybe you think twice about committing a crime. So maybe that, that's indirectly he is stopping crime just by having that out. I just gotta imagine uh, Gordon turns that on is just constantly. I hope he's looking in the sky right now. We really need him. How long is this gonna take? I mean, I wonder if there's stretches where it's been two hours. I'm sorry, I've been inside. I didn't know. I didn't see the fucking thing. You think that Batman like maybe shies away from using cell phones because like uh, like they could track him some way or something? Oh, he doesn't want that radiation by his head. Yeah, I don't know. I just think there's uh, more elegant ways to contact him, but the symbolism is badass. You gotta have the bad signal. Elegant. I like the use of elegant. Would you like send them like a couple roses every time? Yeah, or maybe you know, like a nice little like a nice little bottle of pink champagne. Like, what are you thinking by elegant? Uh, maybe like an edible arrangement. Yeah. You know, I think those are it's that's better because you can eat it. Flowers just die. At least the edible arrangement looks nice, and then you can eat it. Just right. tweet them, or just tweet them, or have a bet. Remember on the show they had the phone, which is even more kind of silly. The red bat phone. Yeah. 
Uh, which is like Batman's just sitting around all day waiting for to get a He's phone call. Checking his Twitter. <laughs> uh, great image. I mean, of course, the stuff looks great from Zack Snyder. Have yet to see it in motion. I mean, we saw a little bit, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how this movie pans out. Let's move on to the Marvel Universe. In the MCU, uh, listener, if you haven't checked out our latest What the Fuck Happened episode, it's a great series we do with Matt Delhauer. We take a shitty movie and we just kind of deconstruct it. Uh, it was uh, Green Lantern. In that episode, we talked about how his suit is all CG and it looks like shit, even though the movie cost $200 million. Yeah. Uh, the fucking mask is floating. Lame. And it was, let me give you that. Lame. And, you know, it, and it almost like, uh, it, it killed the idea of having a fully CG superhero suit in movies. It was so bad. However, I just discovered that in the director's commentary of Captain America Civil War, it is revealed that the Black Panther suit on screen is entirely CGI. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Oh, damn, Rob. Come on. I actually didn't know that either. Oh, I, I, I didn't. He, you, well, he knew that, but he, uh, he says uh, he goes into it a little bit more. No, I was surprised because it is so seamless. He says they really did. This is what Joe Russo said, director. They really did a ton of work on that outfit. I mean, we had an outfit that we used on set. It's impossible when you're talking about an otherworldly outfit like the one that the Panther wears, which has a certain luminescence of, to it because it's made of a woven metal. We could never afford to construct an outfit like that that an actor or stunt player could move around in without sweating to death or that would capture the luminescence that we needed. So we ended up doing in post is ILM came in and painted over Chadwick and the stuntman. The outfit is completely CG. Every single frame where the costume appears, it's computer generated, which is uh, the suit is stunning. Like you're caught staring at it because it's like it is otherworldly. Did you notice that Iron Man suit was basically all CGI? Yeah, I knew that. But that see again, that has I feel like that has more uh, mechanical. Yeah, but and it's more like CGI, but it's it's definitely it's great. It's on another level for sure. It's more mechanical shapes, which kind of I think it gives you that leeway to buy into it. This is like completely natural. The suit looked amazing. Uh, I think they did a lot of touching up on the suit in post. Cause I did see a lot of set photos of the suit, like with him, in, you know, in a suit or yeah. a man in the suit. Yeah. So that was, that was surprising. That's why I thought it wasn't completely, but for it to be a hundred percent is a man. And then that's amazing. So you, we see it's that necessary though to just go right over it. No, if they would have used the guy in a suit, would it be that much worse? I think what they're looking at is the the agility thing with uh with um Black Panther and trying to make this like metal kind of vibe in the suit and for the actor that's in there, they would probably pass lose like 20 pounds of water like the actors that play Godzilla. Yeah. And I think they were just like we can do this better. We don't need to torture our actor or our stunt guy in I mean, the suit. You look at the still frames, like it's so tight and form fitting that, you know, that's how you envision that one of these suits in the books come to life. But then you think about that. If I was to wear that, I would get suffocated and just the wonderful little light, like white energy kind of shine off the thing. It was mesmerizing. And now I know why they put a lot of work. I got another cool piece about black Panther, uh, the movie coming out, the Russos have teased another little aspect of the film that's a little bit different, and it's about the ring. They have teased that there's magic powers 
in Black Panther's ring. You know, he saw the ring in Civil War. He got it from his father. It's special to him. His dad died. He passed it down. It kind of was symbolic of him becoming Black Panther. But they mentioned this one scene in the movie. And I, I think I remember noticing this and I forgot about it. The two soldiers, when they're fighting, when Black Panther is taking on Winter Soldier, when Black Panther grabs onto his opponent's arm, it seems as if there's some sort of reaction between it and the king's ring. Both characters look surprised by the interaction as T'Challa holds his father's ring against the metal arm momentarily before the Winter Soldier wriggle, wiggles out of it, the Black Panther's grip. Did you notice that at all? That little... It's just, no. it's a slight beat. No, I saw, I remember when it, there was something about the ring that I was, I didn't really recognize that particular scene, but I was always thinking that ring was doing something more than it seems, you know, like that it had some other qualities. It's very interesting because there's nothing in the comic books, I don't think, like this. And uh, there's the ring might have special, special properties. Of course, it's probably made of vibranium. So it was reacting to his arm. I don't know. I think that's kind of neat. They're introducing a little bit of magic into this. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, Black Panther's always kind of had, you know, a little everything tech, um, talking to the dead. So I'd assume. Mysticism. Yeah. So if there's, uh, I'm not surprised. I, I don't, I don't think the ring will have like, it won't be like green lantern. That's for sure. No, that's yeah. That's the thing. You think of rings you think of green lantern, but I mean, I think it adds, it's 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 fresh. It's as gold. It adds to just like Wakanda being this very special nation. I'm and, pumped for that movie. You know, you know, actually, on the since we're on the Marvel yeah. beat, you know, you got Luke Cage coming up. You realize not only have Luke Cage come up, but like in a month and a half, the Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange comes out. Yeah, yeah. I've already seen commercials for that shit. Yeah, oh, uh, it's gonna get. There's, I mean, it's coming up very soon. Luke Cage comes out. Uh, eight days from today. Holy crap. Geek oh man, that's, uh, I cannot wait. We'll definitely have a whole review episode. I wonder who's going to join us for that one. I don't know. You'll have to wait and see. Uh, Watch you teasing that. No one joins. <laughs> that would be the best. No one. Like it's a terrible show when no one, they're like, nah, I ain't going on there. They're like, fuck this show. You assholes. You're going to talk about this. I don't think it's a terrible show from what, uh, well, the first seven episodes anyways. Well, who knows how it ends. It could just completely fall apart. Like green lantern. You know, from the beginning. <laughs> well, I don't know about like Green Lantern. <laughs> Different medium, but yeah. Yes. Uh, let's move on to this other interesting story about Stanley selling the his the rights to his life story. Yeah. To make a movie to of all studios, fucking Fox. Oh shit! Uh, and not only that, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that they intend to do it as a 70s set action adventure film with Stanley as the main character. Oh, what is this? I don't know. This is that sounds like satire. What? That can't be real. So Stanley, like as a spy, as a James Bond type character, but then somehow that ends up leading him to invent superheroes. And if, I, and- if I'm Marvel Studios, I, I know now why I passed on that. I, I don't really see. I mean, I got to hear this pitch. I really right? want to know what the fuck they're talking about because I can't wrap my head around like a good movie coming from that. But So here's who's attached. Uh, producers Marty Bowen and Wick Godfrey, who are also produced Twilight, The Maze Runner, and Power Rangers. Okay, all shitty they're, movies. Yeah, all shitty movies. They're describing is this having a similar tone to Kingsman, The Secret Service, and Roger Moore, James Bond movies. Uh, so... Kingsman with like a really sleazy 70s young Stanley. I don't I don't know. I can't see this. I cannot see this. 
Someone should stop this movie immediately. This should not, this does not to be me to be bad. I think it's this funny though. Like a bad idea from I, the jump. I don't think he even went to Marvel. Uh, well, because Marvel only does. They've never done like a biopic. Yeah, Mar- like a Marvel's movie. not in the business. Marvel Studios is not in the business yeah, of Marvel Studios of biopics or no. weird off projects. Like they're they're in the business of putting their comics on screen. I mean, Stan literally like think about it. He sold like they sold everything to Fox. They sold Fantastic Four to Fox. They sold the X Men to Fox. They sold Stan Lee to Fox. I mean, oh, it could be a great opportunity to make a movie and introduce the world to the people like the heroes of comics like you know jack kirby and all these other guys yeah it'd be a great thing if they could just do that and they're gonna do this fucking action movie and maybe they will have uh other cameos of other creators and that whole industry at that time but i don't know i think that it does uh it does distract a lot from what it should be about that's a kind of a neat idea, Rugs. Imagine like a shared universe where you meet Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and then you meet other creators, and then they go off and and uh, there's other movies of other creative teams, kind of like a meta version of the MCU about its creation. That could be crazy. Yeah. Well, they will do it. I don't think people would be interested in that, to be honest. I think that's why they're doing this weird off movie because they think maybe someone will under like people will under like this tongue in cheek thing. Yeah, this sounds like a bad idea. Well, you too. can't make it yeah. to be a blockbuster. You, I mean, this is what they're trying to do, which I think is, you know, once again, the corporate bullshit. Right. But um, you got to make a good like art fart movie that like no one will watch, but it will be good. I could see a movie where it, maybe he imagines himself as a action adventure uh, star in his head. And that then ultimately that's what inspires him to write these things. But it doesn't actually happen. It's just kind of in his head. You can have fun with that. Yeah, this gonna be this will be a disaster. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting Even to see. It's a genius idea that we can't figure out, but I I'm I'm doubting it. It could be the best biopic ever. You don't know. Yeah, it, let's probably go not. with probably probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, guys. Uh, some more set photos to discuss that may or may not confuse things. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming uh, was uh, still filming, and a bunch. From just Jared, a bunch of set photos of a helicopter stunt scene have come out. And uh, the first thing that's cool is like they could have they could have filmed this in a studio hanging from wires, but they've actually used a helicopter with dudes in a Spider-Man costume hanging. Uh, I remember uh, James Webb, I think the day before this, had tweeted uh, it was an Instagram video that he was coming to set and it said this way to set. And there was an arrow up and the camera panned up and there was a helicopter. So we have... Spidey swinging with a redhead who's kind of like taking a selfie of herself. Now, these are kind of confusing pictures. A, because clearly this is their stunt doubles. This is a redhead. It looks, it makes you think of, is this Mary Jane? Is Zendaya maybe not Mary Jane? That was never actually confirmed. It was speculated. Um, also, the girl in, is wearing different clothes in some shots. Uh, it's very weird. And Spider-Man looks really chubby. What do you guys think of these photos? I, uh, I'm not really sure what to think of these. Things. Right? Uh, I mean, him being chubby, it's a stunt double. And uh, that that's something I should have pointed out earlier is that I believe that Spider-Man suit in Civil War was 80% CGI too. Sure, sure. Um, So they're going to clean that up. Uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it the looks fuck's like going Mary on. Mary Jane's mom. It's a it, young chick. I mean, yeah. and she's, dre- she's dressed it's up in like a party person. dress. It's a stunt person. They're, they're, she's dressed nicely. Like maybe is this, did something happen at she's the homecoming dance? She's dressed in a party dance? dress, but one of these, she's wearing like sneakers with it. 
Well, she has yeah. sneakers in a dress, which is. Uh, but then there's another one where uh, it's a completely like a green vibe. Yeah, green it's a completely yeah. different outfit. Is this? Is he saving a bunch of redheads? Is he just looking for redheads, thinking no, they're this Mary is Jane? Like a red herring. You think so? <laughs> yeah. It's a. I got. It's hey, a literal. You got to give a little bit of props though to them actually getting on a fucking helicopter and using right? some wire work on here instead of yeah. doing it in front of a green screen. Dude, it'd be a throwaway scene in the beginning of the movie that makes you think that that's Mary Jane, but then you're gonna go. I got confused. I was like, maybe like, no, no, dudes, that's not Mary Jane. Mary Jane is Zendaya. If they're fucking with us, that's is quite the fuckery. Yeah. But yeah, they're being like, there's one he's being whipped around by this helicopter. It's it's uh. Quite impressive. They're actually. I, I doing hope. A stunt. I hope whoever those stunt people are, are getting paid an ass load of money to be swinging around in a. There's hazard pay. Like They're insured, and there's definitely hazard pay involved. I hope so. That looks scary, right? That's that looks like up. something Harrison Ford would do, or or Tom Cruise. Or Tom, Tom Cruise does that. He's like, get start the plane. I'll I'll ride yeah, on the outside. Like, Fuck it. Shit. <laughs> That was Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Harrison Ford did some stuff like that. Harrison you know? Ford did a lot of his own stunts in uh, Indiana Jones. He yeah. likes to do his own stunts, like hanging off the tank and shit. Yeah. That was him. Likes to break but, his leg. Yeah, yeah, jumping up. But Cruise is just fucking nuts, dude. He's like, no, well, that's but cool. He would, he would do a, you've got to have a scene of him running. That's every, have you seen those videos? Yeah, he runs every all Every Tom Cruise movie, is a shot. there's a shot of him running. Look, he's a good cinematic runner. What do you, you know, some people well, have... Got, well, he's got talent. short legs, so he can run forever. <laughs> so it looks like he's running really fast, and he only yeah, travels he, like two feet. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are all good points. <laughs> oh, all right, well, so we'll see if Zendaya is actually... She's got to no, know. I think she's uh, she's definitely look. Pete's got a thing for redheads. He's just saving every fucking redhead he sees in the city. I guess. Well, so is not even a redhead in the movie. They could they dye have, her hair. They have photos of her. Oh, she does have red like, hair. She doesn't like. Well, maybe she does end up with it in the movie, but she doesn't start out as a red hair. There's a lot of photos from her on set where she's like this, like ugly duckling type girl, like that has her hair is always messy. And then she's going to have a scene like she's all that where she comes down the stairs and she's got the hot, you know, red hair and stuff. I think that's what they're going to do with this movie. I think Rugboy wrote part of this movie. Were you on the writing staff? Yeah, it was him and Dan Slott. Yes. Him and Dan Slott got together. Let's fuck this movie up as much as possible. You know what this scene is? This is what they're going to do. You may be right, Rugs. It's like a very beginning that you see like a red haired girl and they land and she's going to be like, thanks. My name is Melissa. And then you can be like, oh, fuck you guys. You're making me think it's fucking Mary Jane. And it's just, it is, a, it's a redhead herring. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, moving on, I got some comic book news. Comic book industry news. I found this interesting since we talk about the fact that we've our pull list, our weekly pull list at our comic book store has been reduced to nothing, uh, you know, largely due to interest and, and cost. Uh, however, the comic book industry has, has been selling shitloads of comic books uh, to the point where it's 1990s numbers, late 1996 people. This is pretty Geek-boner. crazy. Uh, according to comic sales analyst, John Jackson Miller of Comicron diamond comic distributors shipped about 10.26 million comic books oh, to North American shops in August, 10 million comic books to wow. North American shops in August. That means stores and retailers ordered over $57 million worth of comics and graphic novels. The last time Diamond hit that number was all the way back in December 1996. Not only that, they said we are seeing more comic book shops open across the country. Uh, There were at least 80 to 100 more comic book stores at the beginning of 2016 than there were just a year before. 
They, uh, they go on to say the August boom is largely thanks to DC's Rebirth event. Of course, that's going to help, which relaunched every comic that DC had. Um, and according to the AV Club, nine out of the top ten comics last month were DC, with the top seller being Harley Quinn, number one. Amazing Spider-Man 16, the only upset from Marvel in the top ten. Wow. What? This maybe, is pretty crazy. Maybe we're uh, we're on the wrong side. We're yeah, on, maybe, we've maybe, somehow ended up on I'm the opposite fine. end. I'm saying what I'm saying is maybe the the suits or the people that are in charge of the creative decisions out there are are they know what's up and they, well, know, they know how that, to make money. They don't know how to make know. good books, right? Yeah, they know they know that the the strategy of reboots is working. And but here's the thing: if this isn't really all that surprising to me, because comic books are all over the uh, mainstream media now in terms of movies and TV and games. So you would have to assume there'd be a spillover effect and that the actual medium that this is all based off of would get bought more. This should happen, right? Right, right. Comics is being pushed. Comics is like are cool now. You know, comic book characters are cool. Walking Dead, like everything. It's all about comics. So the medium that this is based off of. I have another theory. That's what we're waiting for. Yeah, I have another theory. I think all the guys that grew up reading the comic books in the 90s are now all divorced and like, fuck it. I'm just going to read comic books. (laughs) You, oh, might, you might be right that they're coming back. Yeah, to, like, uh, going back to my childhood where I was happy. I mean, look, Rebirth uh, is a gimmick and as a, 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 a company-wide, you know, uh, cleanup, it was successful for them. But if you take Rebirth out of the equation, had that not happened, you know, would these numbers be where they are? I don't know. I, think I don't know if they'd I, be as high. Go ahead, Ruggs. I think that that Rebirth issue that came out that kind of was that, what is that? 48 page long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that that piqued everybody's interest that there was good. They were really going to try and go after the right kind of DC this time. And, uh, it helped. I think it helped I think all these shows being on TV. I think that they are, I I'm reading some of the, the new stuff and it's, it's not so bad. Yeah, exactly. We've said that this, you know, when, when we reviewed rebirth, we'll see, let's see if the stories are good. And, there is good stuff out there. Some I mean, it, yeah, it's some okay. of it. I'm like, not saying you know, it's amazing. But no, it's good. the uh, you know, there's the Green Lantern book with Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz. I hear it's pretty good. Rugs, you told me Wonder Woman, the Nicola Scott issues are very good. Uh, I'm enjoying uh, Detective and Justice League and Batman. And people are eat, like Harley Quinn number one. Uh, I I don't know if I got that. I wish I did. People are eating that up. Uh, yeah, it's not good. But as like just to have as a you know, yeah, I have a number see, that's one what I'm saying like this Harley Quinn comic is fucking disgustingly bad. It's like it is trying to be Deadpool, but it's just not good. It's just written horribly and it's just it's a mess. It's I mean, it's really it is aimed comic. at the people, you know, who saw just saw the movie and now like I want to read Harley Quinn. Here's your Harley Quinn book. Yeah. So that should that's number one, though. That was number one last month. Top 10. Yeah. Number one. And, and I mean, nine out of the top 10 were DC comic books. I said Amazing Spider-Man 16, which is Dan Slott, was the only Marvel comic. Yeah, what now, does this tell you? This tells you that nobody has any taste. Oh. This, this, this is perfectly leads into my next story. Speaking of Spider-Man, this one is for Rug Boy. Dan Slott sent out a little email to comic book retailers kind of uh, freaking out over sales of his clone conspiracy. This is great. Rugs, you will love this. Here's what he wrote to comic are you, book Are you going to read this whole thing? Why? Oh, all right, fine. 
Just you listen. It in Dan Slott's voice. I don't know what he sounds like. Just go. <laughs> okay, I'll read it real quick to get the gist. I won't read the whole thing. All right. He says, he goes, comic book retailers, please read. It's time sensitive. I've only sent a message like this to you twice, with the first one being when I told you Amazing Spider-Man number 698 will kick off something big. Remember the death of Peter Parker and the launch of Superior Spider-Man? So I think my track record with you on this is pretty good, right? You haven't ordered enough clone conspiracy number one. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's our fault. In every interview promotion for this book, we've said it will be the core Spider-Man title while it's coming out. But since that really hasn't stuck, it means we weren't hitting that information hard enough. So I'm throwing this out there one last time. Clone Conspiracy is the core Spider-Man title. It's not a miniseries. It is the Spider-Man event this year. When you think Clone Conspiracy, think Spider-Island, Ends of the Earth, and Spider-Verse. It's that big. It will have ramifications that will affect a number of titles, mainly Amazing Spider-Man, Prowler, and Silk. So but he just goes on to explain who's writing it, what's going in it. Uh, he's like, I'm very confident Clone Conspiracy will sell out. Go to additional printings. There's the final cutoff. You don't want your, your customers to be mad that they didn't get it first, right? Order more. <laughs> That's pretty much what he said. What a dickhead. What do you think about this, Rugs? He's fucking like telling people to order more, more of his books. Like that should be up to them. All right. Fuck him. That's what I say. I mean, look. If he wants to sell more issues and he and he's trying to be like a good businessman, I, I applaud him actually. But um, you know, and he's going, he, he's getting himself some publicity. He's getting his uh, his thoughts out there, and I I can appreciate that. But with all that said, <laughs> still gonna suck. <laughs> I, I I interpreted that as him saying to the comic book retailers, "Hey, this isn't a spinoff. Mm -hmm. It's not one of these miniseries. It's the continuation of what I've been working on." So order this because I see how this could be confusing, but this it, is with a, just a continuation. Yeah, it but is what can say about him as a writer right there? That he has to sit there and make a plea and explain himself. Well, I mean, they didn't market I, it I properly. Think, yeah, I don't it know. Yeah, it might be the marketing, you know, I, I, I applaud hustle. So at the end of the day, it's, he wrote the book. He's going to want it to sell. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything. That, that's like me and you, Imran, going, hey, listen to our podcast. Well, Imran, you you actually actively tell people not to subscribe. I just, but, I tell them to listen. <laughs> but it's no different. So that's the way I interpret it. I, I could see, though, how this could be like, hey, asshole, shut the fuck up. Let us order what we want to order. I mean, it's, you know, for Spider-Man to be the one book that's still selling on par with the Rebirth, I think but that's Spider -Man. interesting. Spider-Man, it's always going to sell. Yeah. Spider-Man's yeah. the most, you know, well-known superhero other than Superman. Like, it, it's just, come on. And well, so, and so it, Marvel in going into October, they're doing their again rebirth thing again. Marvel now, right now, still now, not later now. Where you look at the solicitations for these books, and it was solicitations, solicitations, solicitations. Oh, sorry, I had like five shots of vodka before we started. Uh, oh, please don't <laughs> I was, drink. I was celebrating when you drink was, and you're on the show. I was celebrating. You're worse uh, than rugs. <laughs> And I love a drunk rug. Who doesn't love a drunk puppet? It's been a while. <laughs> so I was looking at what the Marvel Now books were, and I was confused. I was like, where is Amazing Spider- What's the main Spider-Man title? It's not clear even in the way they marketed it. And he's right. At least he's owning up. He's like, look, we fucked up, and we made it confusing. It just call they should just call it Amazing Spider-Man. Well, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying he's owning it, but he's trying to be proactive on this. I don't think he's saying we fucked up. He's trying I don't think to do he's, admit, he's not admitting any fuck marketing. For sure. 
Yeah. He said that's our fault. Did he? In the thing. Yeah. It's like the third paragraph. And that's Yeah, well, but he's also like doing this wink and like they will it will sell. Blah blah blah. Rugs, do you think uh Spider-Man should needs to try to get a little more relevance? I feel like he is afraid that Spider is trying to make it relevant now uh by sending this out and be like, look, this is gonna be big, don't forget. I think Spider-Man has to be relevant because it's good. Like I don't care about the event, this new thing that's going to have ramifications up my ass. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's going to have ramifications if it's good. Like, no one expect uh, The Dark Knight Returns was supposed to be an Elseworlds that no one's supposed to even put into continuity. But it was so fucking good yeah. that people wanted it to be in continuity. And as much as people try and deconstruct that, that thing now and say it sucks, I fucking defy them because that shit... If you were around in the 80s, that shit was the fucking, that was the shit right there. That was nothing it, it, better and than that. There was no, and I can see how maybe, you know, at the, in the 80s, they thought that was a risk to even do that. Like, it kind of came out of nowhere. Now you got Dan Slott going, this is going to be the thing. This is, <laughs> and like, what, you don't do that. You, yeah. if, you, if you have the shit, you are the shit. You don't tell people you're the shit. The, uh, yeah, he's being his own hype man right there. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll be buying it. So fuck everybody. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course you will. You'll buy anything, Spider Man. I will slot dick. I will slot it. I'm gonna. Wrong. I'm gonna slot it up. Dan slot for president. All right, that's all the news we got now, people. That Let's is the shortest news segment ever. Right? It's a new record here at the. Jock and Nerd. Uh, it's a new day here at the Jock and Nerd. It's a podcast. new era. Let's move it. Keep it moving. After these messages. Hey, listen, isn't this fucking shit awesome? Would it be great if someone actually, like, liked it enough to actually maybe support us? How about that, Imran? Did you ever think about that for one second? Well, look, listener, if you like what you're hearing so far, we do have a way for you to support us. And how the fuck do they do that? Go on to jockandnerd.com slash Patreon, or you can go on to patreon.com slash jockandnerd, which is our virtual tip jar. It works both ways. Listeners, support us for any amount. You're going to get access to awesome bonus content. Rugs has got mini episodes, instant reactions to movies, more geeky audio than you can shake a geek stick at. Or a geek stick at. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> so go on to patreon.com slash jockandnerd and donate today. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Blake from the History of Bad Ideas. And we'll get back to your regularly scheduled program here in just a second, Geek listeners. But we do a weekly podcast called The History of Bad Ideas. Yeah, we'll discuss things like television or movies or music or games or any other thing that falls into our geek-related podcast knowledge. You can find us on uh, Geek Life Radio Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Or Radio-Blitz, Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. Or you can listen to us whenever the hell you want on iTunes and Stitcher. Check us out. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. If you ever believed Captain America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team. If you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace yourselves guy on the internet. And if you ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine gun. Then don't let another week pass you by without tuning into Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel. With news, rumors, commentary, and interviews. As well as our weekly recommendations on what to pick up on New Comic Book Day. Official consulting hours are between 8 and 5 every other Thursday. 
That's Mighty Marvel Geeks on WeebyGeeks.net, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Doc, and All right, this is uh, this is uh, familiar to some of our longtime listeners. We're gonna go back to reviewing an episode of a show. Oh shit! Remember we did that uh, all of last comic book season, episode this, by episode. Is week, this where we tell the listener what we're gonna do week by week? Yes. So we will review some of the like premieres, but we won't be doing this weekly thing where we're reviewing every single episode because, to be honest. It's hard to fucking watch all those TV shows before Thursday show. We'd rather watch them at our leisure or sometimes we'd rather just not watch some of these shows. So we're going to talk about some of the shows we like, some of them we don't. And then going from here on out, if there's something noteworthy to talk about a show, one of us can bring it up. Or if we've all seen something and agree to talk about it, we can do that. But it's not going to be this weekly, you know, listen to our show and catch the recap of Flash, Arrow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Walking Dead pooping my ass everything like we're not going to do that anymore <laughs> listen if you enjoyed that look it's fucking exhausting well we're going to hit the the season premieres we'll hit it in the middle and we hit it at the end and plus with the way we've been doing news segments if we did that these shows might be four hours long Easily. And we and we yeah. don't want to burn ourselves out right right guys we want it to be fun and this is how we're shifting the shows evolving this is how we're going to keep it fun for us. And that means you, the listener, will also have fun. But man, for us to do that for like a season and a half, week to week, episode by episode, God damn, that was, uh, that's pretty commend. That's a quite a, a, a thing. I didn't think it was we possible. We did it. We did it. Whew. That's fine. Go back and listen if you want to follow again, along. Oh, yeah, do it again. But right now, we're going to talk about uh, the season premiere, season four premiere, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came back, episode titled Ghost. Let me issue this. Prepare to be spoiled. If you haven't seen it, uh, what can I say? Uh, fucking go watch it. Yeah. Or <laughs> just be an asshole. Or just be an <laughs> asshole and listen. Uh, so, wow, I got to say, we you know, we talked about what to expect. None of us were really excited. I mean, I'm excited about everything. Anthony was not excited. No, I was not. For this season. But... I I fairly enjoyed this direction this the show's taken I in this hear season. What Anthony has to say. Yes. Okay, Anthony. Why don't you? We don't need a recap. We know what happened. They fucking they gave us Ghost Rider first episode. There's LMDs. There's sexy ass Daisy in the very beginning. Let me just start there. <laughs> they went with this. They already brought the sexy with the darker later time slot. I had to rewind that very beginning a couple of times because I was like, whoa, okay, this is definitely a, a different tone for the show. Where she's like getting ready is probably a stunt double. It was a very nice. Oh, it was her. You think it was her? You think it was her? I've seen her body. So starts off with a bang, Anthony. What'd you think? <laughs> I thought I thought for a second there you were going to go into what you think, which was actually pretty funny. You're like, yeah, I want to hear what Anthony thinks. So I, in the beginning, this going. is what happened. Blah, 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 blah. I actually kind of like the episode, to be honest with you. Ah. Um, you could see the nine o'clock uh, definitely affected the what they could do because there was a lot of blood splatter, a lot yep. of like, gruesome blood splatter. Yep. I'm intrigued by the Ghost Rider thing. I still don't really like that it's not uh, Johnny Blaze. Like, I, it's definitely a different guy and it's a different, he's going to have a different story. Yeah. I, I would have rather seen Johnny Blaze. CGI on him wasn't bad. It yeah. wasn't good, but it wasn't really that bad either. Um, and I just like the direction. I like that Daisy's on the run. I don't, I don't understand why she's wearing so much eyeliner. 
Like when you're on the run, why do you wear that much eyeliner and eyeshadow? Yeah, it would um, seem to like slow you down getting ready every night. Just yeah, like why do you why do you got to dress goth all of a sudden? Yeah. Um, but overall, I like the direction. I like that this new director is like, what what's the deal with him? We can yeah. trust him, and like that the team split up, and I like that there's you know three or four different things going on, and um, yeah, I think they 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 started off well. The only thing I I foresee maybe. Uh, hindering the show is that it's 22, 23 episodes, so I don't think they're going to be able to contain this, keep this momentum. Mm, Rugs, what'd you think? Well, the quality didn't look like it dropped at all, which I, that was the first thing I was going to be like concerned right. about. Was like, okay, nine o'clock money and ten o'clock money are a little different, all right. But uh, the budget seems to be intact. You know, we didn't uh, seem to lose anything. We got some nice effects with Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, Daisy there playing up the little sexiness and but it's nothing that we haven't seen before right seen daisy walking around in a bra before there's nothing new about that but um there was a lot more blood that's what i did notice that there was that the blood was there mm-hmm. and more uh, violent yeah maybe a little bit more violent than yep. i normally i think they should go a little even even further oh yeah i think that they if they could just keep it not like a netflix show but like you know somewhere somewhere a little bit scaled back from that but Definitely in that direction. I mean, this is ABC, though, which is owned by Disney. How much further well, will, do you think they will let them go? Disney? I mean, ABC does fucking some crazy ass shit. You ever watch Scandal and any of those other shows? I mean, I liked, uh, I liked that this seemed to be kind of like a soft reboot. Kind of like a redo of season one. Only now they have a little more focus because they don't have to worry. They didn't, at the beginning, they didn't really know what was going to happen. But I like Colson not having as much power, and he's kind of in the field. Daisy is like rogue again, like she was at the beginning of the show. It's a nice little mirroring of uh, the the first season, and the fact that uh, we haven't met the director yet that that brought a little intrigue. And the fact that Simmons, everyone hates her because she's her, her his little fucking ass girl or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> little uh, ass girl. Is that like ass a girl? It's a little. It's, not, it's the girl, girl version of fuck boy. I think. Yeah, fuck boy. <laughs> is his ass girl? Heroes by give him ass. Well, we don't know. We haven't met the director yet. Ass. You haven't met the director. Heroes by concern. I love. I thought Ghost Rider looked cool. The car flip thing in the beginning. It was very like Fast and Furiousy, cartoony. But uh, I let it go. What do you guys think of that? Remember, he shoots the he shoots the missile at the car and it flips up in the air. Yeah, the tires light and it just lands. I was like, "That's I badass." To, I, I tend to let things go when they when I know it's a TV budget. <laughs> yeah, I like that they showed it right away. I like that they didn't fucking waste any time and they got into the Ghost Rider. It concerned me when he was uh, he turn he changed. We saw his face melt off, and I agreed the, the the special effects weren't bad. He looks cool. Let's it, let's spend some time on Ghost Rider because that's the big thing about this show or this episode. Well, so look, you, like, what he, did you think of him? I I like I actually getting into what you thought of his look. Yeah, well, I I did want to mention like I don't care that it's not Johnny Blaze. I like this Ghost Rider. I like just meeting this guy from scratch. You know his we got we know his name is Robbie Reyes, and his brother is Chris from Fear of the Walking Dead, who's in a wheelchair. Uh, which that dude is on two comic book shows. It's not fair. Uh, <laughs> but I like that they're using the darker the the later time slot to make us a really dark character. He kills and he's been killing, but he kills bad people. He kills vengeance. I like how he goes. That guy. She goes. You killed a teacher. He goes. He was a pedophile. You know. You killed that lawyer. 
He had blood on his hands. Uh, this is a gray area very, for the uh, team now. Very Punisher esque. Yes, That's very. Yes. Where and now, like even Daisy can't uh, comprehend, you know, that he's not a bad guy. And you see that when they're fighting, and he becomes Ghost Rider, and he throws the shelf on her, and he could have killed her, but clearly she's not evil, and he let her live. Now I was really worried that they were going to make him talk. The whole time I was like, please don't talk as Ghost Rider. You cannot talk. The minute you see that fucking skeleton jaw move and talk, it becomes a fucking Halloween decoration. I think it's very smart that he does not talk as Ghost Rider. He should never talk as Ghost Rider. It will ruin it for me. Yes. Hmm. Think about it. You look at him and then if you just see the jaw just move up and down like a fucking uh, skeleton toy, it's going to look ridiculous. What did you think of his look? I thought the look was cool, and it, you know, based off the the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider from the comic books, I like, like you can, a stylized skull. It's like. a yes, it's a stylized skull, which which is why I think it kind of works. And just overall, like flaming head dude walking around looked pretty fucking cool. Uh, I love the sh- the reflection shots. There was a little bit some artsy shots where the camera is like hooked on the the hood of the car, and you just see this black reflection. Like that was that was artsy. It's very nice shot. Rugs, what about you? About what? Ghost Rider first off and then the show. Oh, okay. Well, I I think that if uh, he can talk as long as he doesn't move his mouth, if it's just in a disembodied voice, it might That be could cool. work. Yes. Um, And uh, I thought he looked okay. I don't really know that much about this Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. I don't mm-hmm. know like what his powers are, if he's the spirit of ven- vengeance, if he does the penance stare like the old Ghost Rider. I don't know if he has all that, all those powers and shit, but. He seems to be lighting up a lot of baseball bats and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to grab things and light them on fire. Well, the dude in the beginning, he is this, they're calling him a spirit of vengeance. So the dude in the beginning, I love that line where he's like, when the writer burns you, your soul can never heal. So like he's been chosen to uh, play this, be this person. I'm down you think for it. Show, I just Rob? don't know how long I'm trying to think of how long they can keep this up with him and how long they can make him interesting and before people get like tired of him. I mean, I don't think he's going to be around the whole season. He's definitely going to be in the next episode. Does he erase the memory of Nick Cage for you guys uh, yet? No, nothing ever erases. <laughs> it's that fucking bad. Oh, I like shit. I like Nick Cage. I don't like him as Ghost Rider, but I like Nick Cage. I like Nick Cage as a fucking crazy he, person. He doesn't. I mean, he hasn't had enough time on screen. I do yeah. like the, when the actor isn't Ghost Rider. I, I like kind of his vibe on yeah. screen. Yeah, it's, it's good. You know, it's so far so good. It's not. It's not like uh, what's his name, John Bernthal's a Punisher yet, but yeah. it's good. Yeah, I mean, like uh, it was that whole scene where him. Daisy goes to the junkyard to see him. I'm like, yeah. okay, hot chick shows up and wants to go somewhere with you inside. I'm like, right. that never happened. That, yeah, that would happen. That's and, like, whoa. And she should have, yeah, she should have thought like, something right, was up. Right now. Right. You're like, oh, you got to walk all the way over there. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> it was just like, I'm like, this is badly written. That doesn't make any sense. Like the guy doesn't, he's not going to think something's up. Like it was kind of awkward and, and she was going to leave and then. He like stops her and makes her come back, and she's like, "Okay, I'll come with you over here into this dark area." Yeah, it's so, so weird. <laughs> I'm like, maybe, like maybe in a 1980s horror film, maybe that would work. But like in that TV, that's still kind of prime time. I don't know. I like the I like Daisy using her powers more. That's pretty yeah, badass I like the use of her powers. Yeah, and I like that her power, like her using her powers so much, is making her bones weak. Like, yeah, I, like, alluded to that, and I like that because. It makes the, you know, it makes these characters not, you know, not invincible. I like when there's ramifications to them using up their power. Again, just like Yo-Yo, who we got to see 
Uh, she has short burst, you know, travel. Not you know, so there's limitations. They really up the uh, the sexualness from Yo Yo. Uh, well, it's look, it's a 9 p.m. time slot, man. They bring on the sexual tension. Yeah, I thought she was gonna jump his bones. When she she, I thought they did that well, and Mac Mac was like dumbfounded. He was like, the what? Uh, and her English got better. I thought that was a nice little touch. Her English is is better as a character. Yeah, but it works for the character. She doesn't speak English. Yeah, we all know that. So. Uh, what did we got? What did you think about the LMD uh, storyline with? So, uh, you keep, ref- I don't think it's an LMD. I think they're doing something different. Right? Oh well, I mean, it's it's a, a life model decoy. Was always like a like a, a, a person. No, no, it was a person. No, it was a physical person. No, but it wasn't a real like. Was it actually a like? It's a life model decoy. Was it actually like a physical thing? I always thought an LMD was an actual physical thing, and maybe this is the the maybe birth the of them. Type. Yeah, because yeah. what he's done. It's what was her cool. deal? She's like a, she said she's a shield. I wasn't actually paying attention. To that uh, this is it's that scene is kind of cool. So uh, the girl is gorgeous. I forgot her name by the way. Beautiful LMD, and I like how we've you know Fitz and Simmons has talked to her voice, and now she's in a Ada. person, Ada. So he asks her, "What is your mission?" And also, Radcliffe says she's not AI. She's a program to mimic human behavior. So she says, I was designed to be a decoy agent, a safeguard, a shield. And she says a shield, which is kind of kind of a nice line. Oh, okay. So basically, she was, she's made to get thrown Valerie in and get killed. Valerie Jansen is the actress's name. Valerie Jansen. She looked great. She was fucking naked uh, when she shows up. And Fitz's face was great also. He's just like, ah, what the hell is this? Uh, but they're... Uh, he designed her. the same reaction you had when you first saw these. <laughs> yeah, well, it's very close. Oh, shit. I don't, were, you, were you there, Anthony? I don't know how you knew that. Holy shit. <laughs> Spoil, spoiler, spoiler, everyone. Alert. I've seen titties. Jeez, so then you were uh, what, 30, 35 when you 30, first saw titties? 29. No. <laughs> oh, you mean in real life? <laughs> <laughs> well, if, was, I, if I was there, I mean, I'm 10 years younger than you. It was my second day in college. Oh, okay. Uh, no, she she's a very, very pretty actress. Uh, so... They're making her to like sac- as a sacrifice, just a throwaway to like, get hurt to take the damage. Which I don't know, maybe that doesn't. That seems really badly written. It's, too. Yeah, yeah. Why would you make like the sophisticated million dollar robot and be like hit it with a missile? Yeah, well, or this is the it. decoy for the bad guy. I mean, I so he mentioned Ultron and because Fitz was like, well, look, this stuff can go wrong, and he goes, I know Ultron, but I kept thinking about Vision. Nobody talks about Vision. Like, what's the difference between her and Vision? Well, he, he said that she's not AI. She just mimics. Oh, she's um, not. Okay. She's yeah, just, she's not really thinking on her own. She's just mimicking things. It's vision is a, the AI. Pattern yes. recognition. Yes. Yes. Which I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a fucking com- computer science major, so I actually don't really know what the difference is. AI, AI, I guess, can think for itself where this thing can just is doing patterns over and over and over. Yeah. I think that, that there's certain things it just won't do. Yeah. Well, she, she said she's like, I won't kill. I can't kill. I'm just there to be a target. I wonder where they're going to take this and like uh, how if will there be more of these Adas. Let, let me say that I liked what I liked most about the show is I think they opened up a lot of different things. Like they had a lot of interesting uh, opportunities here with Ghost Rider, with uh, Gothic. Uh, what's her fucking face? Daisy. Uh, Wake. Daisy, you know, go on the run with this new director, with this AI with what the fuck was in that box that made people go crazy. That, like there's yes. a lot of interesting opportunities yes. here that they have that they will probably fuck up, but they have a lot of interesting opp- opportunities. It's a good start. It's definitely a solid start. Now the box 
this is what I got from the box. They open the box, the little uh, energy attack them, and the guys hallucinate. Their eyes got black and veiny. It reminded me a lot of Mads Mikkelsen's look in Doctor Strange. I think this yeah, thing there's definitely a magic is the tie-in to there's Doctor Strange. There's a ghost, Strange. isn't there? No, yeah. Yeah, and yeah there was yes, a ghost. Yeah, so yeah. there's so is that this but it was yellow, similar to the astral plane we're going to see in Doctor Strange. Was that a ghost or are we seeing the astral plane? May kind of got it too and she got a little shiver, which made me think it was a ghost also. But Yellow this, ghosts. I'm, I, I, I love that. I want to know what the fuck this thing is and how it ties in to Strange very soon. Like P-Ghost. Month. It's P-Ghost. It's urine ghosts. It's the, what the Flash leaves when he runs. Everyone has yellow energy. Uh, as you do leftover. <laughs> that's been the, the oldest callback that we have. I think. <laughs> no, that, that's a real old callback. That's a clamor. The Flash pees when he's running. Uh, well, I like uh, uh, Coulson got a new hand also, and I thought it was funny. Mac won, wanted an exploding pen. Like he requested an exploding pen. He's like, you didn't want one? <laughs> he's like, all right, you didn't want one? But Coulson has x-ray hand. It is, he's got an x-ray in his, in his hand. It's fucking awesome. Rugs, what'd you think of the show? I haven't, uh, I know you, you thought Ghost Rider looked all right. What'd you think overall? Did you like the show? I did like the show and I, I, but it's it doesn't seem like it's it seems like it's it's changed a little bit, but it still feels like the same old shield to me. Mm, yeah. it, I mean, with a little bit more blood and a little bit more skin, um, we'll see. I, I want them to push it more. I, I I like I like shield. It's as I said, I, I said this like last time that we talked about it. I said it's a show that does everything good, but nothing really transcends to be like fantastic or great. Every, he, they meet the quota of like action. Yeah. They meet the quota of like decent writing. They meet the quota of decent acting and decent effects. Like everything they do is, is just, they don't really raise the bar. Nothing ever blows you away. Does it? Yes. Mm. I think I, the barometer for me with this show is if I'm like actually paying attention and not having my phone out. If your mind doesn't and, wander. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. for what? 48 minutes of the show, yeah. I probably paid attention for a good 40. So that's pretty good. That's good. That's, that's a good <laughs> that was, I, and, I, and I, when it, when it would go to commercial, I'd, I'd actively want to fast forward and see what would happen next. I, I mean, I was, I was into it. I wanted to know who the director is like, well, who is he going to be? They, yeah, the pacing is the usual pacing. I, it's the same, but I, I like how everything is kind of rebooted and the status quo and the, the relationships have kind of been shuffled around. When when Ghost Rider goes away, that's going to be the test of the show. Yeah, I don't think he's probably just going to be like a, a two, maybe three. I don't know episodes. I don't really think he's going to be in there a he's, lot. He's going to have his own little arc, and then that'll similar to how uh, what was it last season they had uh, Sif Latch oh. Lash Lash. Oh yeah, Lash. Lash came and went. He came. It was same thing. Lash came and then they had like in the first season they had uh, what's his name Cyborg? No, not Cyborg. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Deathlock. Yeah, Deathlock. Yeah, so they have these like little mini runs where they have cool character they can work with. But as we've noticed, they can't use this character the entire time, or they don't use him the entire yeah. time. I mean, at some point though, Shield's probably going to come for him, of course. And I just like that it's like this gray area that may. Uh, Does Ghost Rider look better than Lash? 
Oh shit, that's a good question. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna fucking say, lashes, uh, fucking shitty dreads. Just I still see them like bounce around. Like he had a puppet head. Ugh. Does yeah. Ghost Rider look better than King Shark? Uh, it, it, it's on the same plane. It's close. Same yeah. yeah, we. I mean, Ghost Rider or Gorilla Grodd? Who oh, looks definitely better? Ghost Rider. Gorilla Grodd is yeah. terrible. Do you think Grodd looked bad in the daylight? Yeah, in the daylight. Yeah, shots that were questionable. Yeah, Ghost Rider better than I'm, Grodd. I'm just in the trying daylight. to think of all the the CGI characters we've seen. You think there's? You think they would have taken away money rugs by moving the show back? I didn't think about that budget yeah. and time slot. I just think that the it's all about return of investment, right? So they're getting advertisers for prime time, you know, and then every subsequent hour that you go away from eight o'clock, you lose money. Well, it all it all comes down to ratings. Did the show pull in numbers, new people that they wanted? Ah, well, not really. Oh, Uh, Ages of Shield earned a one point one. With the key 1834 demographic and 3.58 million live viewers overall, that's down from the 1.7 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. earned with its season three premiere, but it's average for the series overall. And it's also an upswing for ABC's 10 p.m., 9 p.m. time slot, which... Tough to compare them because of the time slot. Because of the time slot. However, I feel like with that kind of a start, guys, could this be the last season of this show? Probably. It probably is, although for nine o'clock, I think ABC is a lot happier with that rating than they were with the eight o'clock and what they had last year. Well, they didn't like it says they struggled with the slot all last season. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if they had one show. They probably tried a bunch of shows. Uh, so what, huh? what, very was interesting. Agent of Shield opposite Flash is that it or what? what what's going on? Or no, it was an it hour was, after. Yeah. Yes, it was. You could watch Flash and then you they, could watch. They, yeah, they Shield. didn't want to compete staggered, with Flash, which is smart. Ah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, I mean, we said it in our preview show. Like, I don't think it's going to pull in n- new viewers. Maybe this word of mouth of, dude, there's a fucking guy with his head on fire. You got to check it out. I think what ABC is looking at is they go nine o'clock is the worst of the three t- time slots you can have at that t- time. If S.H.I.E.L.D. has a core audience that will watch it, whatever time it's on, this is good for nine o'clock. We'll yeah. keep it in. Yeah. I got a hypothetical. Okay. Yeah. Hit us. Let's say this is the last year of agents of shield yeah and then uh they scrap the show and they go they go back into the marvel universe and the same kind of thing but they kind of start a whole new show that's separate now these characters still going to exist uh these shield characters they're just not going to be on film Mm -hmm. who would you want like kind of to come back and maybe be part of this other team if that's if that's even possible the only characters that Really interest. I like Fitz. I think he's cool. And I don't think he's cool. I just think he's funny. Um, Mac sometimes is good. Colson and then just Chloe Benet's sweet, sweet ass. I was going to say the same thing. I think the whole thing revolves mainly. You need the Daisy and the Colson. And then, yeah, you throw in a couple other ones. I'm like like done with fucking May looking at the camera with that same goddamn expressionless face. (laughs) Now she's all pissed at Simmons and it's kind of uh, done with you get tired of certain characters and then you got to move on, you know, and I think it's cool to have somebody like like uh, Quake or or Coulson. I think Coulson's cool. He interacts well with everybody. I think he can interact with you put him up with. You know, he's been on the, the big screen and he's been able to hold his own with, with you know, with 
with Samuel L. Jackson and whoever's and Robert Downey Jr. So he's a kind of guy that you can use. Yeah. He's got to be the thread. Yeah. I mean, just because they had to kind of work in and out of the larger MCU, it's really hurt the show. I almost felt like I wish the show started with this episode, like in season one. Like this was almost like another, you could almost jump in here without watching the first three seasons. Uh, and uh, it's just a new beginning, but I don't think it's going to help them get another they season. They just need a team of people who know how to make these shows. And I think I don't think it's the, the Whedons. I don't think they got it. This is the Marvel's longest running TV show so far, so... They're yeah. doing they're doing something, but this so enjoy it. It's the longest running show, but it's also on ABC, yeah. which owns the yeah. Marvel. So it's not like they can kick. They're themselves not gonna. Off. Yeah, I mean, they could <laughs> kick themselves off, but they're not. They're not gonna be readily quick to admit that they they fucked up. Well, I'm going to savor this season because it may be the last. Oh I, shit! I don't, I don't. I don't think that Agents of Shield is like a disaster. I just think that something's missing, and they haven't found it yet. And they're and they're not gonna find it. And every year they get further and further away of yeah. of, of being able to capitalize on it being a good show. A- absolutely, I th- I think we would I would personally be less hard on the show if they weren't making, in my opinion, uh, fantastic movies and really good Netflix shows. Right. So I've right. seen what they're capable right. of. Yeah, and then I watch Agents of Shield and I'm like, this is just, this is just okay. I'm just uh, maybe sometimes bad. I just, I'm not. Never impressed. It's, you know, uh, good for them for this kind of reinvention uh, to try to keep it fresh. I, it <laughs> I do. I do like the magic. Yeah. Add on. Like, I yeah. like, and I like that they're not, it's not in humans and they're not um, chasing after Hydra. Like I, I like this. We Like, I don't know what's, I don't know the villain. I don't know where it's going. So, so that's, it, that's, in, in this shield is now a, uh, an, a real, it's a, it's a legit operation that acts in public now after the Sokovia Accords in this world, right? Right, right. Which is why Coulson can't be director because he's dead uh, to everyone else. Uh, the magic thing will be interesting, but mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like, I like the direction so far. Hey, one episode in and they didn't, they didn't they fucking didn't, shit the shit the bed. Yeah, they, they didn't make me want to turn off the TV and masturbate. So they, exactly, they didn't. I did that anyways afterwards, but not during the show. Why? Why you have a wife? <laughs> it was a gag. It was for the gag. It was for oh, the okay. joke. But that's okay. this is how committed I am to the podcast that I will do that, even though I have a wife, just for the joke. You will. You will. You'll masturbate for the podcast. Yes, I will. Ma- what other podcast hosts will say that to you, right, listener? Talking nerd. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Any final final thoughts on Shield? I think we uh, covered it pretty good. I, I got my fingers crossed. Yeah, it was it wasn't bad. It was it was it actually was good in my opinion. Got promise. I'm excited to see more Ghost Rider and uh, see where it goes. Maybe we'll talk about it next week if we all watch it. Maybe okay. Maybe. All right, there's promise there, uh, guys. We got so uh, we talked about that our what the fuck episode. Uh, what the fuck happened to Green Lantern that we recently put out. We had a bunch of feedback and responses on Facebook and Twitter about the episode. Every time we do this movie, I always think to myself, somebody likes this movie. You know, this is someone's favorite movie. And will they enjoy this kind of, you know, deconstructing, scaring it? Oh, shit. Well, so here's what people have said. No, on the whole, people, they get it. It's great. Uh, on Facebook, Humphrey Ching posted... People hate on the GL movie. I think it's wrong. It wasn't the movie. It's that people that really don't like the GL as a character. 
And also, it came out at the wrong time. I believe the reason why we got a dark Superman movie with the dark DCEU is because of the hate on the Green Lantern movie. Uh, that might be true. There might be uh, uh, some truth to that. No. No? Okay. It didn't come out at the wrong time. It was just a bad movie. It was a bad movie, and nobody really knew who, who Green Lantern was. You know? Yeah, but no one knew who the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy That's were. That's a good and, point. That's a good point. Uh, there's no wrong right time to make it. There's no wrong or right time to release a bad movie. Right. If it's a bad movie, it's the wrong time. It's never going to be the right time. Correct. Uh, On Twitter, Spencer Scott Holmes uh, commented off our episode, I actually really enjoy the Green Lantern flick. The main thing missing was it just needed to be in space from the start like Guardians did. And he says the perfect Green Lantern flick is First Flight of the DCU animated movies. We forgot to talk about that one. We talked about Emerald Knights. But there was one called First Flight, too. Basically, First Flight was okay. It was okay. Emerald Knights is better, probably. Uh, First Flight was okay. It's it's not one of the best DC movies. It's not the worst. But th- this guy's wrong, too. This movie's not good. Better than... No, uh, you know, he's not wrong. You can have your opinion. It's just Green Lantern. It's First know. Flight better than... Lo- yeah, I don't agree. <laughs> you don't have to agree. I'm just telling you what people are telling us. I oh, I know. I know. But you're asking for my reaction yeah. to what people are saying. Do you, yeah. So you don't think First Flight is better than live-action Green Lantern? Oh, First Flight is better. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying... First Flight isn't that great of an animated film either. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Adam Morris tweets at us, Boys, 1987's Masters of the Universe for What the Fuck Went Wrong has it all. I was seven, wanted that movie to be good so badly, and it was garbage. But fun garbage to walk in retrospect, to watch. Watch. Uh, That was Dolph Lundgren's run of ruining. Dude, I love that movie. I would totally do a What the Fuck for that. I I would watch it again for this episode. I've never seen it. Oh, you can't. It's so bad. bad. But I think I'm about about this guy's age. I may have been a little bit older. It reminds me of being a kid and playing with. This is what you do. You watch the first 10 minutes. Yeah. You watch the last 10 minutes. And that's that's the only thing you're worth watching. Again, you and this movie had a poster with Drew Struzan from Drew Struzan. I love that bit in Eric Sharkey's documentary where Gilmo, whoever it was, is holding up this fucking amazing poster for Masters of the Universe. And he goes, this is the movie I wanted to see. This is not what the movie is at all. Like the poster no, is not. amazing. And it, it's way better than the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, this looks all right. I'm looking at images. Da- well, it's horrible. Well, Skeletor, Skeletor looked great. Uh, Who's a short himself? dude with a huge beard and sunglasses? Yes. Is that Man at Arms? No, they made that that dude. That's a character that never existed in oh. He Man, and they made it. This is what they do. It's like they make the, the thing with this movie that ruined it. Now we're never doing a what the fuck happened. Make it yeah, really quick. Let's just hear this. What they did was they they He Man is is uh, it takes place on another planet somewhere else. Eternia. And, and they brought it all here, and then they yeah. and they centered it around a character that wasn't He Man. It was with this fat, ugly little fuck. And so you came, <laughs> you wanted to go to the movies to watch He Man, but now you're on Earth watching this stupid little fuck that looks like Sam Kinison or something. Like, yeah. you know, it just was bad. I forgot about this troll character. I love the way Skeletor kind of looks in this movie, though. But these stills look. Stayed on attorney. It would have been interesting. It should have been. They always bring it to Earth. These stills, though, it makes it look like fucking Flash Gordon from the seventies. Yeah, it looks like Jesus. a cross between Flash Gordon and the Monsters. What the fuck? Like, look at his hair. Look at that mullet. Good God. It's a, it's hey, it's glorious. I am on the from like Look at that hair. <laughs> Watch. It's hair. a. I'm, this is solid. Con- it's a wig. You think he's wearing a wig, or he grew that out? Uh, is that Dolph's Dolph hair? Oh, that's, a, that's, that's a fucking wig. Wig? Okay. It's too perfect. It's too Dolph Lundgren perfect. But that is a good uh, n- nomination for what the fuck happened. We we've talked about. Are they going to make like a 
Are they doing a remake of this? Yeah, not this not a remake, but are they going to try again? To make it. They've been trying to make it for a while, but could this movie be a, like could this be a, a success? I've never read any. Listen, He-Man. if it can't do, done well, yes. Look, He-Man is a very tough subject to to do correctly. Okay. But if they do it right, if they do it like Avatar or something like yes, that, yes, then you can do it. Uh, it needs to be on Eternia, exactly, Rugs. It What's that huge be... crossover? It's crossing over with some He-Man cats. and Thundercats in the yeah. comic book crossover. So there, there's a short called Fall of Grayskull from 2015. Uh, somebody individual made this. I don't know if there if there's a, if it's in development. It could be a fucking badass franchise. You're right. It could be like uh, in terms of Star Wars, everything happens on different planets, different worlds, and you get to meet Adam, Prince of Eternia. Yeah. And then it becomes He-Man. It's got potential. And the nostalgia is there. Somebody nails it. I mean, Michael Bay is doing Transformers. It'll probably be him. Like, the whole idea of He-Man, to me, it's like King Arthur. Like, he gets the sword. His yeah. little fuck gets the sword. And then he becomes <laughs> He-Man. He can kick everybody's ass. It's like Shazam. But even as a little fuck, he was, like, jacked. He was, like, a jack dude who had no confidence for some reason. I'm like... Well, no, that the reason why that, that happened was because... You gotta understand they made this. They made the action figures first. Right, action right, right, right. Came out, and then they made the cartoon, and they were cheap with the action figures. They did. Yeah. They used the same guy, and they just painted him different. It's the color. same mold, yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's like the economy of making money off of these different figures that were essentially the same fucking figure with different heads on them ended up being into the show, and uh, that was stupid. So when they redid He Man later on in the two thousand, they remade the cartoon. They made Adam a little kid. Oh. Yeah. And it's actually, that's actually a really cool cartoon. So that's more like Shazam then. Like, if you want to watch something that's pretty decent, Anthony, I mean, if you can stomach He-Man, because um, that might not be your thing, but like, watch the newer thing that came out. It's on Netflix. What year to that? Have I seen this? Thousands. It's a whole series. Oh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe 2002 TV series. Yeah. Huh. There's two seasons. Yeah. I'll throw it on. Just watch I, the first episode. I've never, I've never seen. I don't even know what to expect out of He Man. I don't That's think it might not be your speed because it's like magical and there's lots of shirtless dudes. Maybe you like that. The yeah, animation yeah. is. I, mean, I used to watch pro wrestling. Yeah, it's the same thing. The animation is better in this new one, Anthony. You'll, you'll, you'll uh, be able to stomach it. It's a little okay. bit more well thought out than the <laughs> just like that. The new Thundercats cartoon that also came out and had a couple of seasons. That thing was fucking great. Yeah. I love that one. Both of them are very good. Yeah. I still prefer the old Thundercats, but I prefer actually this new He-Man to the old He-Man. All right. Check out the new He-Man. So that's a possible for another What the Fuck uh, movie. David Malofsky tweeted us with some more suggestions. He says, what about a Ryan Reynolds trilogy for What the Fuck Happened? Blade Trinity, Wolverine Origins, and you could even add, this is me adding it, R.I.P.D., uh, with Jeff Bridges, that's also a shitty comic book movie. He Ryan Reynolds has been in four shitty comic book movies. Box we, office poison. We could do a whole what the fuck Ryan Reynolds superhero movie series. It ain't about oh. how many times you get knocked down. It's about how many times you get, it's the, that, get the fuck listen, up. Listen, for the fifth one, <laughs> the fifth one, oh, and it's huge for him, and now he had to work through those. But I just think it's funny. I didn't realize how many shitty comic book movies. I, I haven't seen Blade Trinity or R.I.P.D., but I, I'll watch it if we have to do that. Wolverine Origins, though, is pretty bad. That's, pretty I bad. haven't yeah, seen that's that in years. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. The part where the part where Wolverine it, like is clutching the the dead 
uh, girl. Yeah. Or the, his, his girl, I don't know, Silver Fox or whatever. Marie, and he's Yuriko? just yelling up into the sky. Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. I think it's going to be weird to watch Ray Donovan be Sabretooth. <laughs> oh, that too. Man, Deadpool and, and his then mouth at the, so at the shut. end, you have Patrick Stewart on screen. I forgot about he that. Ne- he never even showed up. That's a CGI Patrick Stewart. He looks like a fucking furball. Wow, that I, that's a great movie to do. He's this, completely CGI'd. It's like, what a mess that movie is. We should do that one next, maybe. We had a lot of good. A lot, a lot. We, we had a lot. lot this, this series could go on. Forever. So far, we've done four in a year. So, like, it's a quarterly. We suggested a couple, too, that were, like, not superhero characters, but some other ones that were good. They're all very good. The the, the well for this is bottomless, listener. So, you're going to enjoy. We're just going to do them all. Fuck it. Also. I guess it's easier to just make garbage. (laughs) I guess so. Mediocrity sells, America. Mediocrity sells. Finally, David Malosky uh, tweets this. Uh, just finished Stranger Things. Tony stopped jocking off and watched so we could talk about it. Know, oh I'm shit! So that's the I second person. That's the second person who wants us to do Stranger Things episode. You might have to just do one. Like, if I don't watch it soon, you might have to just do one without me. If you start watching it, I will watch it again along with you because I, I want to watch I it that badly. Throw it on. I know. I, I've heard if you watch it one time, you watch the first episode, you'll probably finish it all eight in one night easily. Yeah. All right, yeah. let us know because I'm dying. I started CrossFit though. I'm like not. I don't have any time. Oh shit! Did rugs? He started CrossFit. I'm so proud of Anthony for starting to uh, yeah, CrossFit. Yeah, get in shape, you fat fuck. <laughs> the guy who already got like six pack abs. No what shit. more can you do? I would just fucking eat ice cream. Then when after I got fat, I would start CrossFit. Yeah, you're wasting the CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, There's no need for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny at work. Like I, the only guy I can talk to about CrossFit is ironically Imran. Oh shit! Yep. He's the only guy at the office has done it, which is unbelievable. And and like if you look at Imran, you know what he looks like. You're like that guy did CrossFit. <laughs> you and, and, but that's my motivation yes. too. When like I'm at CrossFit, and I'm like, shit, I don't want to do this. I'm like, wait, fucking Imran did this. <laughs> you, <laughs> you and my brother-in-law have recently tried CrossFit, and both of you had the same reaction. You both told me. Holy shit, you did this? And like I was like, yep, it was hilarious. So look, next time that last squat, you can't do it. You can't do that last thruster or wall ball. Just remember I fucking did it. I did it. You could do it. It's nothing. You gonna go back and do it again? He's been doing it for a while. Me? No, Talk about you. You and Well, here's the problem. I was I did it for four years, but I did not pay. He wasn't paying for it. Because I were I did their website. I redid their website and helped them out with graphics. And for that, they let me go for free for four years. That was did you. Did you just stop going, or were they like, I just, hey, man. "No, I stopped going." I had a couple things going on. There was like surgeries and operations in the family, and then uh, before I know it, that was two years ago. I always meant to go back. Two years goes by, and now I can't. Fu- I can't fucking go back there. They might let me cut. I just can't afford it. It's so expensive. It is super expensive. That's the only way I was, and it's. I loved it so much, dude. It's the only thing that got me to exercise in my whole life. The only thing that I enjoyed in terms of physical activity. My favorite is when you told me that you, you went to like the first class and they had you do just like push-ups and burpees and shit. For, and, and you said you thought you broke your body because you were sore for a week. But I was sore for four yeah, days. Why do you need to be at CrossFit to do that shit? You could just do that anywhere. 
Look, I'm the kind of guy, if you leave it up to me, it ain't, I ain't fucking doing it. There was a, a camaraderie. There's a group element. There's coaches. Everyone is kind of competing with themselves and with each other. People are watching your form. All the equipment is there. It's fun. There's, there's that it. like encouragement vibe. There's yeah. kind of like that culty encouragement vibe where it's like, you can do it, buddy. Look, it sounds, it, up. it sounds douchey. This is the sport where you cheer on not the first guy to finish. Everyone finishes, they cheer on the last guy to finish. I get it. It sounds fucking douchey, but I was always that last guy. And let me tell you, I appreciated that to no end. That these guys are way better shape than me. They're now standing around going, come on, buddy, you got this. Another wall ball. I was like, fuck, I can't stop. Everybody's fucking cheering me on. I'm the last guy. This is weird. But you start to really grow attached to that. Where I go and buy Chinese food, there's a CrossFit in the same strip mall. And then like right above it, above the CrossFit on the second floor of the strip mall is physical therapy. And then just, <laughs> I just see guys going from the CrossFit to physical therapy. And they're holding their back going oh, upstairs. Yeah. I mean, you can, if you, if you're not doing that shit correctly, you'll, you'll hurt yourself real quick. And I, I'm, I'm a huge hypocrite. I bashed the fuck out of CrossFit for the longest time. It's kicking your ass, isn't it? It is. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Is it what you it right. thought? Was it what I, I thought? I think it's harder than what I thought. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear. Yes, even people who are fucking in the perfect shape, it kicks their ass the first time because they've never, I don't know, they've never just done this intense in such a short moment, full body movements. Ah, it's great stuff. I miss it. Hmm. Um, I also just want to say real quick, thank you to Mr. Throwback Thursday, who, you know, he sent us a voicemail a couple episodes ago about the Wu-Tang comic. He has shared with us uh, digitally the Wu-Tang comics. So, oh, uh, thank you. I've not had a chance to read them. I emailed them to yeah. you guys, to you guys also. So check it out. I don't I know. They even had them. They're not very good, but I still have got to read them. But thanks for uh, sharing. Yeah, thanks, man. So nice of you. Isn't that nice of him? Here's some shitty comics. Sharing, <laughs> sharing is caring. Here's some shitty comics. Keep up the good work. I, I gotta read. I'll look at one episode, <laughs> one, one issue, whatever. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. I just want everyone to go join our exclusive fan club, though. Uh, just visit jockanerd.com slash Patreon, and you can uh, support us and join our exclusive fan club, and you're going to get cool bonus audio, and you can interact with us on a private little thing. Yeah, uh, like and- every time that we record a show, we record a little extra stuff for you guys. There's always extra bullshit that I cut out and save. As a little tease. So check it out. Jockanerd.com slash Patreon. Thanks to all the networks we're on. We Be Geeks, a place to hang your cape. Tangent Mountain Network. Geek Life Radio. Every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central. Visit geekliferadio.com. There you go. Also, want to contact us. Jockanerd.com slash contact. Or if you want to leave a nice rating and review, which we would highly appreciate. Helps the show. Jockanerd.com slash review. Or just go on iTunes and fucking look us up. You know, you, you, you know what to do. No Look, everything's on the website. Just visit jockanerd.com. That's all you got to do. And Rugs, where where can the people say hi to you? We talked about it in the beginning. They may have forgotten your Twitter address. Really, Rugboy on Twitter. You can come find me. You'll see me texting about Dan Slot being a piece of shit <laughs> and various other stupid things. Yo, we're trying to go Dan Slot into an argument with a felty American. Oh, It'll yeah. Be the most I've ridiculous try- I've been thing. trying to get him to, to respond to me, but he's <laughs> ignoring me. <laughs> he knows you're not a fan. He's not going to get baited. I just Once a week, I'll just go, you suck. <laughs> just, uh, you just, I bet he gets that a lot, though, I would imagine. Yeah. The puppet's doing it. Exactly. Wait a minute. A puppet thinks I'm shitty? Oh, fuck this. 
<laughs> oh, I want to give a shout out to uh oh fuck it. Who? Love and Boots. They're they're a YouTube channel with puppets. Oh, really? They're really funny. Oh. Funny, you said? Yeah. What's it called? Love and Boots. I'll put it in the show Love notes. Love and Boots. Love and Boots. I will find it. Put it in the show notes. For this episode, listener, look, just tell a friend, find someone geeky that you think would enjoy this on their walks while they're walking their dog or while they're washing dishes or they're in the car. They can geek out with us. Give them one of these. Talking nerd. And uh, we'll be your best friends for life. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll hear you next time. Bro, do you even podcast? Wowie zowie. Everybody went to go pee. Hmm. What can I talk about while they're peeing? This is Imran's going to listen to this, like when he's editing the show. So, hmm. This is all. I can just not say anything and just let noise happen. Like little noises. I can hear. Can I hear them peeing? I'll probably hear Anthony pee. I can almost hear him pee. Listen. It sounds like pee. Maybe it's just the air conditioner. I haven't peed yet. I could sit a long time without pissing. I've been farting, though. You, If you listen really, really good, you could probably hear me let a couple loose. Oh, here he comes. <laughs>